Sorry, we're closed. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Happy Monday. We're here, episode 30 of Sorry We're Closed. We've reached 30 episodes here um, at the Sorry We're Closed headquarters, which is my room. And uh, listen, wow, 30 episodes. You know, I've, I always I always say that doing, epi- doing a, a podcast, like one of the number one battles you have to do is just being consistent. I've mentioned to, mentioned to you guys on pods before where we're talking about talking about guys like starting how many podcasts do we see start during the coronavirus and how many are even on episode two yet you know so it's like being that consistent but it's it's cool for some reason 30 is a is a big number uh for me and we're going to continue to go on i mean i can't imagine where we'll be at in episode 100 um but we got some big things in the works here sorry we're closed um shout out to miranda as always for have get have you know Helping me out through this whole thing and making me look legit on social media because anything you guys see on social is Miranda, and uh, it has done wonders for my life. Um, but let's get right into it today, guys. First, let's talk about Saturday night episode, not episode. What am I talking about? Saturday night's game four ending of the World Series. Now I know you guys listen to this on Monday. I'm recording this Sunday morning at 10:30 in the morning, so I don't know what happens in game five. But holy shit! What an ending. You got a single, Brett Phillips, one of the fan favorites, you got a single to, to, to right center. Uh, with Kiermaier, where someone scored, and then dead in his tracks, Randy Arizareno, whatever his name is, dead in his tracks, fell down on the way to home, absolutely dead in his tracks, and they try to swipe the tag too quick because they don't know where the, ball, the guy is, obviously, that's natural, and especially on a winning run. And he forgets the ball, and the ball trickles away, and Randy's able to score. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, a lot of people are giving what's-his-face shit, uh, Kenley Jansen, for not backing up home plate. Here's the thing with that, is if if he's positioned where he needs to position himself to back up home base, home plate, he's not anywhere near where that ball ended up. So you could yell at him for not being where he should have been, but it wouldn't have affected the outcome of the game. Uh, that that would not have done much, honestly. And he's I'm probably not the fastest guy in the world, so he's not run over there and beaten Randy to home plate. Like it, it wouldn't do much. But <clears throat> what an ending! World Series. I mean, this Major League Baseball playoff has been absolutely fantastic to watch. Uh, and as a guy who's against it for the players' perspective, as far as how many people we're bringing into the playoffs, <clears throat> this has still been as a fan. I mean, one of the best things I've seen in a long time. So I'm happy about that. But let's get right into what, well, it's, well, it's now that we've gone into it. Let's get into episode 30. Let's get into what I'm going to talk about today and how, what this, this, this uh, podcast, as you've seen now, is labeled The Thief. Oh, that's good coffee. <clears throat> labeled The Thief. And I'm going to walk you through when someone in my life, who I considered a friend, stole from me. And I'm going to tr- just take you through the whole thing. When I met him. Uh, and up until the point where I cut ties to them, obviously. So I give away a little bit of the ending here. His name's Vince. <clears throat> I'm not going to pull punches because I didn't report him to the police. Uh, so the least he could do is have his name blasted on my on my, my podcast. But a guy by the name of Vince, I, his flashback a few years ago now, let's <clears throat> say about four years ago, I met him. There's a, there's a restaurant in town called Grand Vin, um, and... <clears throat> One of my partners owns it, 
and it's just a tremendous place. You know, it's a great date spot, really good vibes, just an all around really good place. It's managed by a guy by the name of Mikey, Mikey, Mikey Fix is how we, what we call him. I don't know if that's actually his last name. I think it's Vicaris. Um, but just a really, really well run establishment. So they have an anniversary party every year. So I, obviously I show up and, and support, um, my partner and, and happy for him, uh, over there. So, you know, we show up. This guy, they you know, they're usually they're for friends of real friends of the owner. They're in like one little corner. So I'm in this corner and I'm hanging out and this guy introduces himself to me, this guy by the name of Vince. And I talked to him for a little bit. It seemed like it seemed like a nice guy, you know, you know, easy enough. Right. Um, good to talk to. Good to have a drink with like easy. You know, a lot of times we meet someone for the first time. It's not so uh, easy, you know, it's like, oh, get the hell away from me, buddy. Like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, this guy, he was a great guy, cool guy, right? So, a few girls approach us throughout the night, and he's always pretending he's being, he's my agent. I guess he knew who I was, and I played for ba- played baseball. So, like, I was, and I was in baseball at the time. So he always pretended, which is a little weird. I actually don't enjoy that when when guys are weird to girls like that. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll be, I'll be your teammate, or I'll be, I'll be your agent. But no, just be you. And let's see what happens tonight. Like, I don't. I don't want to. I'm not trying to play a skit here. Like this is not not what I want to do. But regardless, it was a fun evening. We enjoyed ourselves, and we had a little bit of a friendship. You know, and he's a great drinking partner. Loves to go out and drink. You know, I was in my mid twenties at the time. I still like to go out and drink. But like, you know, you wanted to go. Like you wanted to go to Grand Van on a Wednesday. Yeah, you know, you'd probably run into him and be able to sit down and have a drink with him. And it was it was easy conversation. So I liked him. Right. <clears throat> Then flash forward to about, uh, let's say when I when did I open up Saku. So Saku, I I got out of baseball in eighteen. So Saku opened that Thanksgiving, so November of two thousand eighteen. He becomes a a Saku regular. Every night I'd be there managing. He'd show up, have have a few drinks, and like we'd hang out for a little while. And keep in mind, Saku very different than Green Rock. So Saku, I was learning. I was like Danny's apprentice, like. I was just trying to figure out, and keep in mind, remember, Danny's my partner. I was trying to figure out what to do in the restaurant industry. When I would sit down and have a drink at Sakut, it didn't matter. Like, no one was coming up to me asking me advice on how to handle things. Green Rock, very different. Green Rock, you know, if, I, if you come with me out to Green Rock and, I, and you sit down with me at the bar or something like that, I'm being approached by my staff constantly asking what do I want to do about this, what do I want to do about this. So... Very different place. So I honestly, when I was managing, like sometimes I just go and hang out on my own. Like it didn't, like it, it didn't affect the staff if I wasn't around, right? So and Vince would come in, I'd go have a drink with him, like whatever. And she introduced him to a lot of friends, a lot of family that were around, and became kind of in the in the inner circle. Vince himself, I knew had trouble. So like, I, I again, I'm a. It's just a little bit of background. I mean, I'm very trusting. Um, I don't really care about a whole lot. Like, you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, when people annoy me, I know it's more than likely just like, like people talk about how they want to do this or this and they talk about money and stuff like that. Like, instead of me being like all pissy about it, I know it's it's just you showing your insecurities um, to me. So if you come up to me and talk to me all about your money all night, don't think I'm impressed. I think that you are insecure. Um, so with that being in mind, I don't care though. Like I'm chill, I'm relaxed. I'm not going to get mad about anything. So Vince himself, uh, what a guy he is. I knew that 
he had it was in a divorce. Um, and I knew the divorce, the marriage ended because of a drug problem he had. From my understanding, it was uh, cocaine. It probably was more, but I didn't know of more. Um, but I had been assured by him, and he assured my partner that that was no longer happening. Uh, he was not doing that stuff anymore, and he had backed up. Obviously, a druggie. You know, you, you take it with a grain of salt, but you hope for the guy because the guy was a nice guy. You hope that he, he's doing that. He's doing well, right? So, and you put a drug addict with a very trusting person, probably a, a great combo for him, um, but not a great combo for me. Uh, and we would drink all the time, like I told you, just like just like Grand Vin. Saku, we're drinking. We're having fun. He'd come up to, to Saku. We'd sit at one of the tables. We'd have a drink all night. Right? It didn't matter, right? And then one night, I'm going through, like, I think I'm going through one of my credit card statements. And I see some things. And sometimes, you know, you guys have Apple Pay at home. You see, like, that something pops up. So, like, I'm seeing some things. But I'm like, that's weird. And so I, I report my card stolen, and Wells Fargo sent me a new one, and I had, like, had to do it again next month. And I was like, what's going on? Like, I just got a new card. No one has my card. And sure enough, I go to West Virginia. As you guys may or may not know, I am a big West Virginia Mountaineer fan. Not as big as my brother and my father, but we grew up Mountaineer fans. My dad's from West Virginia. He went to West Virginia University for grad school. So, like, we are fans. So we go to West Virginia for a football game. I'm laying in bed. I'm in Morgantown, West Virginia. I'm laying in bed, and I look over at my phone, and I get an Apple Pay alert. And I look at it, and it's like for $150. And guess where it was swiped? At Saku. So I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, I'm like, well, wait a minute. My credit card was just used at my own restaurant? What? And I'm like, I'm, I'm baffled. It's like 1230 at night. So I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, maybe did I put my card on file there, and maybe maybe they bought something and and wanted to put it on my card by accident or something? I, I'm I'm so confused what to happen. So naturally, I text my manager over there. I'm like, hey, listen, uh, Marie, just so you know, my card was swiped tonight for 150 dollars. Uh, can you look into this, like? I'm not upset. Like maybe you guys maybe just use. I, I don't remember putting mine on file, but maybe it was. And you guys used it by accident. Like, like I didn't. I didn't care. Like I was just let's just fix this, right? So I, I uh, get a text the next morning, right, from Marie, and Marie goes, "Hey, listen, Pat, I don't have anything, any, any receipt that." Is has that exact number amount of money on the thing because I don't obviously don't so when you when you look up receipts you usually get a check number and the check number is how the manager or someone goes in so like say for example someone comes into Green Rock with an they're upset oh we were mischarged by this this and this I didn't get this it's, the bill should have been it was five hundred should have been four seventy five whatever 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 it might be I ask them for the receipt 
So they hand me the receipt and there's a little check number above it and I can go into the POS system and I can look up that receipt number, I'll bring up the receipt and I can adjust it for them. If you don't have the receipt, there's not much I can do, especially at a Green Rock where we're doing, you know, we could do 400, 500 transactions in a day. It's difficult for me to, to find it if you don't have the receipt number. Suku a little bit different. Suku is probably doing maybe uh, 100 covers in a day. So you can do it. You can just scroll and look for the number. So she was like, I don't have it. So I was like, okay. So that's weird. Like, take, maybe it's just maybe it was a mistake. I don't know. Like, we'll figure it out. Get a text maybe two hours later. She goes, Pat, found it. If it hadn't had tip yet, I saw the tip, blah, blah, blah. So it wasn't the same number, but I found it. I was like, okay. She was the server under, I forget who the server's name was. Um, she had, doesn't work there anymore, so I don't remember her name. But uh, it was, let's say it was uh, Joanna. It was Joanna's table. It was at the bar. And guess what? And I was like, what? He goes, it was Vince's table. And I was like, Vince? What the hell? I was like, all right. I got to get my ducks in a row here now. Because now this is no longer a um, this is no longer a maybe just a stolen credit card. This is a stolen credit card by a friend, someone who I consider a drinking buddy, a guy that comes and supports me. But he has a drug problem, something I've overlooked in the past. Obviously, nice person, right? Overlooked in the past. Is there a chance he's still a nice person, just a drug addict, and has been needing and needs money? So let's, let's find out. So I go, number one thing you do in this situation, guys, if you own the restaurant, number one thing you do is you ask your, ask the manager to, and ask to go ask the server, did they swipe a card or did they give you credit card numbers? Now, keep in mind, at my Green Rock, I don't do this as a crew. I don't think they would do it anymore after this incident. But at, at, at Green Rock, we do not accept you to give us your credit card number. It's sketchy. I'm not, I, I don't want to deal with that. And to also keep in mind, if someone stole your credit card and, and you dispute it, the restaurant still gave away the food and you lose the money. The restaurant loses the money. You get your money back. The only one that loses in the situation is the restaurant. It's not anyone else. So it's frustrating for the restaurants to do this. So I make the rule. I don't allow credit card numbers to be punched in unless I'm getting it from my friend or something like that. Like, I don't mind that. Like, not this type of friend, like a partner or something like that. I don't mind that stuff. But so with that being said, the server says, yeah, it was, it was credit card numbers. She said, I, I thought it was weird, but he's, he's done it in the past. So I didn't think anything of it. And it was Vince. Like, it was, it's, like an, it's two of the owner's friend. Like we don't, we don't, we try not to bother those people. We try not to ask them questions. Like if they want to do that, we like, like we don't want to say no. And then you to get a phone call about it and be like, well, what, you know, what the hell, what the hell's going on over there? Like swipe the guy's card. So, which I get, I get that thought process. You don't want the owner to get a phone call about you. This theoretically would not be a bad phone call, but every now and again, you get a boss that's just an asshole and might give you shit for this. So they didn't, they didn't, they didn't do anything. They just didn't raise a red flag. And sure enough, he had used my credit card numbers. So now I text him. I go, Vince, 
What's up, man? Why did you swipe my credit card last night? And he's like, what? I was like, yeah, you you swipe my credit card at Saku. Sure enough, on a date. The guy was on a date. He was like, no, man, that must that must have been a mistake. I, I, I had my own credit card. Like, I wasn't using yours. I, it was crazy. Why would I use your credit card? Deny, 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 deny. And denied for a good week and a half. And then finally... Because I, I told him, I was like, he's like, oh, no, I'll Venmo you the money. That's my bad. You know, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, Vince, you used my numbers. You didn't have your, my credit card by mistake. Like, we didn't swap credit cards, and I had yours, you had mine. You used my numbers at my own restaurant. Now, part of using it my, my, my numbers at my own restaurant is brilliant. Part of it is stupid. Brilliant in the sense that if I'm going through my credit card statement... And I'm, I'm the manager at, at Saku at the time. So a Saku charge is not going to raise a red flag to me. You know, the first thing you look at for me when I'm going through my credit card statement is I go through the list of, I look, first look at the amount of money, any big charges I'm looking at. And then I go through the list of, of, um, of like the, whatever it is, the, the, the place, the establishment that I'm spending the money at. And something doesn't, there's a place that doesn't make sense to me. I raise a red flag. So Saku would never raise a red flag. And which makes me a little more nervous is how long he been, how, had he been doing it. And so I, he's like, I'm going to get you the money. I'm going to get you the money. I'm going to get you the money. Every drug addict in the world says I'm going to get you the money. Never gets you the money. So after two weeks of this, like, I'm like, I'm going to report you to the cops if you don't give me the money. He's like, no, 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 no cops, no cops, no cops. So... He never gets me the money, and, and by this time I'm over it. You know, it was 150 dollars, I think. Like, all right, you know, you're obviously you're banned from Saku. You're banned from. I don't own Grand Vin, but Danny knows this, so you're banned from Grand Vin. You're banned from Green Rock. Like, you're not allowed at any of these places anymore. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, blah blah. blah. Shut up, bud. So then, at a certain point, I just I'm fed up, and I'm like, dude, forget the money. How did you get? My credit card numbers. I'm so curious. And he goes, we were, we were eating uh, one time and having a drink and talking. And you went to the bathroom and left your, your wallet, phone, and keys next to your stuff. And I took the credit card out and took a picture. I was like, you asshole. Like... And this goes back to this, my mother, and when my mom listens to this, she's a few episodes behind, so she, I won't get yelled at immediately. But when my mom listens, she, she knew this already. But this goes back to my mother's like always being a trusting guy. And again, I've always been this way. Like I'd rather not have stress in my life and be trusting than have to deal with, you know, just always being on the alert. When I, you know, when you walk around, if I don't have, if it's not the winter or something like that where I have a pea coat on, my wallet and keys and everything are like more well, in my front pocket, but my wallet's in my back pocket. I don't like sitting on my wallet. So I always take it out and put it, put it on the table and hang out and talk to them. When I'm with friends especially, I talk to them. And I don't think twice when I'm with a supposed friend to leave my wallet at the table. I don't think that, you know, maybe as a joke, maybe like one of my close friends would take my, take my wallet and, and, and do whatever they, like, you know, and spend money at like Dick's Sporting Goods or something as a joke. But like, I don't expect this. And it was frustrating. It was very frustrating uh, to have this happen. But... I let it go. I, I, I relax. I don't care. 
And then flash forward to this past year, I'm walking in Hoboken, and I pass the guy. And he's walking up to me, like, shaking his head, oh, God. Uh. And I'm sitting, and, I, and I, I shake his hand, and I was like, what's up, man? And he's like, he's like oh, you're paying me to get you that money, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I was like, dude, forget the money, man. Get yourself right. Like, leave me alone. And he, and he leaves. He's like, no, I'm going to get you that money. Guess what, guys? Still waiting on that money. Never going to get that money. Nor do, do, who, does that, who do I even know how much money he actually stole from me? Just an absolutely crazy thing. And also, the, just a little, when you know, kick me while I'm down. I didn't, you know, I got, I lost disputes with my credit card companies. I didn't get them. Like he used, a, he used a, like a, it was like a sixty dollar lift into New York City. Uh, lost that dispute. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I lost. Uh, I didn't, I didn't dispute the Saku one uh, because I didn't want to hurt the restaurant for this asshole. Um, you know, it's just, it's crazy what this guy did. But it goes to show you, sometimes you just can't trust people. You just, unless they're like one of your closest, closest friends, you can't, I can't even sit down at a place, at my own restaurant, and feel comfortable. It was amazing to me that he, this guy was, again, it was brilliant in a way to use my own restaurant, but also, you don't think I'm going to find out? Like, do you just think I'm so loaded that I just don't care when that stuff happens? Like, just idiotic move. But at the same time, I mean, he's a drug addict. So, I mean, he's probably not the brightest bulb in the world. And, I mean, he still uses, no doubt about it. No question about it. I saw him one time go. He said he had to go outside real quick. He went outside, got into someone's car out front, and then got back out of his car, came back into the restaurant, went to the bathroom. Like, guys, I'm 29 years old. I own Green Rock. You don't think I know what a drug deal looks like? Are you kidding me? Like, thank God I've never been a drug person. I, I love I love a good good scotch. I'm not really I've never really done drugs, but like I'm not an idiot. Just absolutely insane, insane to swipe my credit card, take a picture of the numbers, and then go ahead and use it at my own restaurant. Absolute moron. So that's my theft story. That's my, 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 my thief story. This guy, Vince, who I've never spoken to since, but I, obviously I, when I run into him, never spoken to him since, and he's dead to me. <laughs> I just can't believe he, he, he pulled that fucking move. But regardless, guys, I still say I know my mother would hold a grudge for the rest of her life on this guy. I don't care. I, when I was walking by with Chelsea, my girlfriend, when I did, she asked me, well, who the hell was that? I need the story on that. And I told her the story, and she's like, you should have been way meaner to him. I was like, well, that's just not really how I operate. That's not kind of who I am. Uh, you know, I'm not going to let this guy cause more stress on my life. You know, especially for what, three, $400 that he probably stole from me, $500? Not worth it. That, that stress isn't worth it. Uh, and I would relay that to you. Sorry, we're close fans. Um, yeah, that kept us, you don't need to worry about that stuff, guys. Leave that alone. I, uh, let's not let someone else dictate how you, you know, holding a you know, ridiculous grudge. You know, I'd ban him from the restaurants. Move on. Live, live the fight another day. Also, my little quick side, side note, my mom wanted me to report him to the cops. It seemed like a lot of work, but I asked my lawyer about it. 
And my lawyer said, well, how, you, how this is going to operate is going to be a small claims thing. So you're going to take him to court. The judge is going to rule in your favor. And then this guy who's a drug guy is not going to have any money. And you're going to be awarded like $1.32 per month for the, for the next six years until you get paid back. <laughs> He's like, is that worth it to you? And I was like, no, it's not. I could easily see myself after going through three months of this in month to two being like, I would pay someone $400 to not have to worry about this anymore. And that's unfortunately the way the world works sometimes. But I've moved on in my life. I don't care. But it's an interesting story. Don't leave your wallet on the table, kids. I, and now that I'm saying that out loud, it sounds like a pretty obvious statement. But anyway, guys, I appreciate you listening as always. Please go to thepatlight.com. Sign up for uh, the email list so that when I send out emails, I can feature you guys. I didn't feature anyone today. Um, but so I can feature you guys and and you know figure out some topics. We got some guests coming on in the near future. I've reached out to some people. We got some things happening, and uh, we'll have some fun, guys. I appreciate you guys listening uh, to a yet another episode. Sorry, we're closed. Episode thirty. What a what an episode uh, we got. I made made sure I saved this story for a nice episode. And uh, until next time, guys, I will see you at the bar. Sorry, we're closed.